Well, isn't that a great idea, Mike? Mike, the musical vegan beast, has us on both. Of course, it's Trump Day. So glad. Let's get grumpy with it. I'm in Davis. Davis, California. It's so hard to not abuse animals. It is November 8th, 2023. Fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Shout out for only vegans. You can go. This fuck it, though. We have Grumpy Vegan Granddad in the house. Grumpy Vegan Granddad! Hello, you beautiful vegans. You know, I'm in the a, in a back of a truck in Davis, California, where No Shave November is in full effect. This is as far as I've gotten. How far have you gotten to bring awareness to men's health and men's health awareness month? How long? How long is your beard going to get? I didn't know if you know. I don't know if you knew, but we are in a race, the race to grow a beard on your face, the face race. It's a face race. You know, one of the things that I noticed that I, I'm always celebrating a national day every single day. Um, I look them up every day now, and I've noticed that there's not one about men's health. Like today, today is is not even – there's nothing about men's health. There's radiology. I guess like it's National Radiology Day. But you know what? We had National Harvey Wallbanger Day. At least that's a vegan – Wallbanger – a Harvey Wallbanger is vodka, Galliano, and orange juice – there's lots of legends about how um, how the Harvey Wallbanger started, but some people say my favorite one is that in Laguna Beach, this guy named Harvey would always come into the bar with the surfboards and would bang up all the walls with the surfboard, and so they called it Harvey Harvey Wallbanger. But there's lots of legends about how this stupid thing. I think basically just Galliano had an idea to uh, you know advertise Galliano in different drinks, and that's the one that stuck. Harvey Wallbanger. Have you had one? I used to love them. They're kind of an old-fashioned drink, but what do you go? It's National Harvey Wallbanger. Happy Harvey Wallbanger Day. It's also Happy Cappuccino Day. So but if you're going to have a cappuccino, please try to make it a soy latte, a soy cappuccino, or an oat cappuccino. I hear that oat foams better. I'm not a big cappuccino fan. I just like my carny tears uh, strained through coffee bean. I don't need all that extra stuff. You know, when I went vegan, I just stopped drinking milk. I was like, thank you. I guess I'm taking my coffee black now. I didn't need all this other stuff, this this this. That I, I don't think that people even like coffee. I think people like coffee-flavored dessert beverages is how they really like it, is what they really like. Coffee-flavored dessert beverages. I think cappuccino kind of counts. It's like a, a foamed-up milk thing. Happy cappuccino day. Do you guys like cappuccinos? Well, at least make it a latte. Make it a fucking a soy or an old one. Starbucks is still charging us more, charges you more. There's still a soy tax at Starbucks. I don't know why they won't just cave. Meanwhile, I'm not even, I, I wish they would so that I can go to Starbucks. I'm not allowed to go to Starbucks working for PETA because we aren't allowed to um, active, we're not allowed to buy things that the company is actively campaigning against, which makes sense, right? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. 
We had the whole country down yesterday. You had the whole country down yesterday. Happy, happy Happuccino Day, says Vegan Nave. Thank you. Black coffee prevents Alzheimer's. Well, that's a good thing. I think then between my veganism, between my plant-based diet and my black coffee addiction, then hopefully I'll be without Alzheimer's. I, I, I'm very afraid of such a thing. Dementia, Alzheimer's, these old aged, uh, these old age diseases that rot your brain or make you forget what car keys are and things. I, I'm very, I'm terrified of stuff like that. Yeah. Where's Grumpy? Don't worry, Kane. Grumpy will be here. Don't worry. He'll be here when he gets here. When I, where's, where's your patience, Kane? Where's your understanding, Kane? Should I have shaved in October? Um, I don't know. You can do whatever you want in October. It's about November. November is no shave November. I've had a beard for 69 years. Well, of course you have. I'm really being sincere because in a 69, my humpty nose will tickle your rear. My nose is big. Nah, I'm not ashamed. I'm still getting ladies. I'm still getting paid. You guys probably know about how... <laughs> Shit. The word of the day is mean. The word of the day is mean. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting laid by the ladies. I know I'm in charge. Both how I'm living and my nose is large. I get stupid. I throw an air like Cupid. I use a word that don't mean nothing like lupid. I got cold coffee is boiling acid that is making my arthritis worse. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Soy tax. I guess Shannon Michaela was right about veganism being a scam. Yes, and you know what else she was writing about was right about sunning your genitals. You know, she's really good about she's really into sunning her perineum. Michaela, Shannon Michaela, she's she she's right about it. She was right about it. Um, if you sit on the beach every morning and greet the sun with your perineum, good things will happen, supposedly. So go ahead and try it. If you're into Shannon Michaela, you should try sunning your perineum. Mm. I was, I bought some vegan pumpkin spice creamer. Now I have to buy coffee. They have a, they have a, a new product that's just like pumpkin coffee, soy milk thing. I don't buy it because uh, I, I I'm on the road. Yesterday I almost did a haul. I, I bought a bunch of a vegan. Um, I had thirty dollars. And I had to spend exactly $30 at Safeway. And so I bought I bought Morningstar, Morningstar, Morning something, little vegan chicken nuggets. I got some bagels and uh some some cap some like coleslaw, like chopped cabbage. And that was I think that that was like 30. I didn't get I didn't get far with $30. $30 did not buy me very much, but that's how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's just how it goes. You know, sometimes, you, you know, you have to you have to pick your battles. And with only $30 a day to spend, I have to be very careful. So I've got this new this new strategy. Now that I'm in California and everything's so much more expensive, I'm going to not pay. I'm not eating lunch. And I'm just going to go to the supermarket and buy things with my stipend and then eat at the hotel with my little microwave. It's really hard. See, like it would be $30 I could make last a week if I had a. Uh, a, a kitchen but all i have is a microwave and i'm stuck in these little hotels like this i'm in some shitbird hotel today because we have this really low budget when it comes to hotels and in california hotels are so much more expensive so we're staying in kind of the lowest the lowest quality hotels that we have the entire stay although nevada was pretty rough too but we've had really 
rough nights the last few because it's just uh, the, the hotels are so much more expensive here. So $100 a night for a hotel is not good. Microwave some whole ass potatoes. I could do that and just eat them dry. Did eat like dry potatoes? Mm, just like microwaved hot potato. I don't have salt, buddy. I got nothing. I got to buy. I, it's like, it's not like I have a kitchen with herbs and spices. I thought about the potato idea, but then you need like, you need something to wrap it in. I don't even have that. Yesterday I bought um, utensils too. I bought utensils. Like because I wanted compostable, compostable utensils that I could use on the road because I, I'm sick of you know stealing hard plastic utensils. They break. They're horrible. And then they I, I'm just afraid they're going to be in the on the earth for the rest of rest of existence. So I, I'm got a compostable plastic utensils so that I can prepare things in in the hotel. Yeah, I think if I. You know, if I go on tour with PETA again, I'm going to plan the food stuff a little bit better because we're going to towns where there isn't always a vegan restaurant. There's always restaurants with vegan options, but I don't like eating at restaurants with vegan options. I only like eating at vegan restaurants. I try to exclusively eat at vegan restaurants. So I make it more difficult for myself because I just don't like carny restaurants. I don't like eating around people who are gobbling on the on dead animals. I don't like it at all. If you're, if you've got blood in your mouth, please don't be in the same room as me. I think that's, that's pretty easy. I don't want to be in the, in the room with you. Yeah. Hello, car vegan carny tier coffee junkies. What's up, Gorick? What's happening? I have a feeding tube up my nose with Kate farms protein going in my sweet tummy. <laughs> MJ, you've got the right plan. Oh my God. There's this, um, one of the, one of the, the, the images that we show, I'm looking for a flyer. One of the images that we show people on this tour uh, is, a. it's horrible. It's a monkey getting her, um, getting her nose stuffed with a tube and the monkey, she's like, she's screaming. She doesn't want it. And they're, they're putting this long tube in the monkey and her face is just filled with fear. Oh my God. It's just like, it really is haunting. It's terrifying that we that we do this to animals, and it's been really exciting to um, to talk to people about about animals in this in this regard because I get so many people they they do the VR experience and they come out and they're like I've never thought of they don't do this on my campus do they and it's like yeah we only go to campuses that have animal testing and not only that the experiments done on animals are 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 regulated so seldom there's very little regulation of what you're allowed to do to animals and this campus we're only going to campus that have federal welfare violations just to rub their noses in it i guess i love it though because people are like wait us we do that i'm like yes and my my talking point is that yeah as soon as you apply a dollar sign to the to the value of an animal and you say that the value is only how it how it affects us and how we can use that animal then when you're done using that animal, the welfare violation usually occurs when they um, they neglect. So what they'll do, they'll use they'll use an animal of a, of let's say a monkey. They'll use a monkey, and then when they're done with the experiment, and if that experiment doesn't require them to vivisect the monkey, dissect the animal while she, while he or she is still alive, then they'll then leave the animal 
and forget about the animal until they die. And they'll just die of starvation, just die under some rock, under, under in some drawer somewhere. Like they're like they're a forgotten tool because that's what they are. They're a tool. It's unbelievable. And people are like, what at this campus? Not at my campus. Yes, at your campus. The shit's going down. And you need to stop it. Text text abduct to 30933. Yes. Sky has potatoes, L has beans. Combine them together and you have a salad. Ooh, I like that. Except I think I'm the one with the beans. Hello, Hannah Moo Vegan. Well, we don't need salt either. A Cholula. I guess I could get, I have mustard. I bought some mustard that I've been carrying around across some. I've been carrying mustard and veganaise across the country. So this, this, we have laundry detergent and, um, and mayonnaise, vegan mayonnaise that's, that's, traveled the country with us <laughs> we've <laughs> we traveled we traveled the united states with um <laughs> with 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 laundry detergent and vegan mayonnaise that's that's what's made it the most the furthest yeah all about now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down you like it i don't have to wear it but i my hair is i'm kind of getting self-conscious about my hair because i haven't had a haircut in two months now and I need a fucking, I need a haircut, but I haven't had one because I've been on the road talking about animals. I hope that's okay, but I'm getting a little like, I don't know, I'm, I feel like I'm looking pretty rough. So I'm putting the hat on to cover up the fact that I, I haven't gotten a haircut. Yeah. I'm also, I also bring condiments like salt and pepper. I should bring some salt and pepper. It's hard though, because salt, all this stuff spills, you know? Mm. So we try... I also have like a little tub of vegan cream cheese for bagels and stuff. Thanks, Vice M89. I appreciate you. Get a can of baked beans and a potato and cook it in the microwave. I don't have a mic. I don't have a, a can opener. Guys, this is like rough living. <laughs> I, I, I didn't check a bag when I came. So I don't even have a, a can opener. I need to have a can. I need to get a can opener. Next time I'll bring a can opener. Maybe that's a good idea. Next time, can opener. I'm enjoying the vegan restaurants, but they're expensive, and I don't like. I I don't know. I I if I find a vegan restaurant, awesome. I'll pay it. But if it's if there's no vegan restaurant, I'll, I'll see you at the supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, the word of the day is mean. Are you mean? I hope you're not a mean guy. Mean is a literary word that refers to a person's demeanor or appearance, especially as expressive of their attitude or personality. The minister projected a stern and serious mean from the pulpit. Ooh, I like this. Could we use this? Could we use this in activism that you're displaying your, your carny con, your core, your carny comments are displaying an apathetic mean. You're, 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 your carny comments are displaying a mean of ignorance. How about that? A serious mean. But we found him to be friendly and welcoming when he spoke. Uh, Hitman, a new movie from Richard Linklater, uh, was co-written as leading man Glenn Powell, playing a philosophy professor turned fake assassin, custom accent, and mean with joyful abandon. Okay, that's good. Joyful abandon. Do you have joyful abandon? I have joyful abandon. I think I call it gallows humor most of the time, though. Mean is a somewhat literary term that refers to a person's appearance and behavior towards others. That is, their outward manner or demeanor. Mean and demeanor are also linked through etymology. Mean arose in early 1500s through the shortening and alteration of the rare verb demean. Ooh, I didn't know that. 
meaning to conduct or behave oneself usually in a proper manner. Mm, don't demean yourself. The source of demean is a Middle English word, meaning, uh, among other things, to behave in a certain way, to conduct oneself. That word's, that word's Anglo-French source, demeanor, wow, could mean also, among other things, to lead, to strive, to guide, to behave. Note that the behave demean related to the demeanor that mean is not related to the more common demean, which means to debase. <laughs> demean to mean to debase. <laughs> that word has its roots in an old English word meaning common or shared. Interesting. So do you do you display a mean? Do you project what kind of mean do you project as a vegan activist? Do you project the fuck you asshole vibe like I do? Because I think that's more my mean. What about grumpy? His grumpy mean is about to come on, and we'll see how he feels about it. But I think that his mean might be might be one of of grumpiness. What do you think? <laughs> I think I think Dan's mean might be one of grumpiness on this Wednesday. Some cans have a tab to open them, and they also sell rice in bags already cooked. That's a good plan. You're right. That's what I should be buying. And then I should buy a bowl, right? But then you can't wash the bowl. So you still need a paper bowl. I need to buy paper bowl. I need disposable bowls, disposable plates. I had I got some disposable plates from the last hotel, but I didn't get enough. I need like a like a grip of them or a bowl. I can't wash it off in the hotel. Those those sinks aren't made for washing plates, you know, they're bathroom sinks. So I think I need to have anyway. I only got two weeks. Well, I got I got I think two weeks of this left. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Davis for the rest of this week, and I'll be in Berkeley next week. I'll be in Irvine after that, and then driving back across the country, back to Norfolk, Virginia. I just washed my dishes in the bathroom sink. Oh, Jonesy LaFay, you are so hardcore, Jonesy. Okay, maybe I should get less. Maybe I should take lessons from you, Jonesy. Should I take? I should take lessons from Jonesy LaFay about how to do this. I think that's the key. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think that's what I'll do. I'll wash it in the in the in the bathroom sink. Seems so, ugh, but okay. All right, I think okay, I'm okay with that. I don't know, I don't know. These sinks aren't made for washing. <laughs> I mean, being mean. Okay, so it's SZA's birthday. Is SZA is SZA vegan? Do you think? It's it's SZA's birthday today, and I think that she might be it's SZA and Gordon Ramsay's birthday. Is SZA vegan? Let's see. Is SZA vegan? SZA sad because I want to go vegan, but I'm allergic to most fruits and vegetables. SZA says she's allergic to most fruits and vegetables, but wants to go vegan. How are you allergic to most fruits and vegetables, SZA? Is that even a thing? Most fruits and vegetables? What the fuck are you talking about, SZA? SZA, you ignorant slut. Why would you say that? Allergic to most fruits and vegetables. What are you talking about? That's out of this world. <laughs> you do have to make sure the food bits don't get caught in the drain. And yes, it's not the easiest thing, but it saves on disposable utensils. Good plan. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some some 
bowl. I'm going to buy like a, an enamel camping bowl. That would make sense. I'll go to a camping. Next time I do this, I'll go to a camping store and buy an enamel bowl. And that'll be my plan. It'll be like camping. I wish that I could actually go camping. That would be cool to do this with a tent. It would get cold sometimes, but you know, that'd be fun go to campsites with the truck because then I wouldn't have to worry about parking because there's usually parking for like RVs and stuff when you camp. That'd be so much fun. Or just sleep in the back of the truck. If I did this by myself, I'd just sleep in the back of the truck. Put an air mattress in here and just and just kick it in here. California boy learning how to rough it. Oh, I know how to rough it, but I'm 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 not traveling alone. So I have to I'm I'm I need to adjust to the parameters that have been set by others. You know, I I didn't I didn't make these parameters. I didn't do this, you know, but vegan pepper pig. What does that mean? But vegan. it's like, yeah, but vegan. I'm allergic to meat. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's allergic to milk and meat because you're not supposed to be eating it. Dumb. It's so dumb. Like SZA. What are you talking about? I'm allergic. People are as allergic to fruits as I'm allergic to jogging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to most fruits and vegetables. Then how are you alive, SZA? How are you even alive? Gordon Ramsay is it's his it's Gordon Ramsay's birthday and lately he's been talking about how how happy he is to be um somewhat vegan sometimes. Uh that's not really a thing of course, but Gordon Ramsay likes to say that he's vegan friendly these days. I think his like wife is vegan or some shit. But Gordon Ramsay is a villain. He's killed countless animals and inspired others to do the same kill an animal chop up the chop them up into little pieces and then um decorate them that's how he's made his living can't trust a chef can't trust them can't trust chefs their blood is too much blood is on their hands trust me i've trusted lots of chefs and it just is not the case it's just not a good idea who is this alfie alfie what's her name alfie woodard out Al Alfre Woodard. Alfre Woodard is Alfre Woodard vegan. Alfre Woodard. Woodard is Alfre Woodard vegan. Mm. Alicia, let me see. Is Alfre Woodard vegan? AI says. Mm -mm. But she is. She interviewed the co and Woodard interviewed the co-founder of the Good Food Institute about developing plant-based meat to solve the problems of industrial animal agriculture. So she's not ignorant, but she still isn't vegan. Okay, so Alfre Woodard, happy birthday, Alfre Woodard! Please go vegan. It, it's a perfect day to go vegan on your birthday because then you'll always remember what day you went vegan. Isn't that great? You'll always know your vegan declaration day, Alfre Woodard. Same for you. Gordon Ramsay. SZA, I don't know what's going on with you, SZA. I'm sorry. If you're watching SZA, you, it's impossible for you to be allergic to most fruits and vegetables. You crazy. Are you crazy? <laughs> what is... Are you crazy? That's a, those are all the famous birthdays. The, you know who died today, though? It was uh, Doc Holliday died today. John Milton died today. Wow. You know who's a John Milton fan? Dan is a John Milton fan. He loves he loves Paradise Lost. He loves Paradise Regained. He's a scholar and a gentleman. He's a gentleman and a scholar. You guys know that he's a grumpy gentleman, but he's also a scholar. Right, Dan? Yeah, I think so. Dan, why don't you come join me? <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm all right. Yeah, you're quite, quite, am I late or are you early? 
No, I start early so that I can um, cover the other stuff because I do like the, the the today in history, the birthday stuff. We talk about the word of the day to try to get activists, activists having better vocabulary than carnies. When was the last time you saw the show, Dan? We got a whole program now. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a funny old three months and yeah. Um, well, welcome just, back from Auschwitz. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, um, so it's kind of funny because you were playing um, someone in, you were playing an Auschwitz prisoner, right? I was, I was playing an Auschwitz political prisoner. Auschwitz political prisoner. Mm hmm. And so I've always wondered, and though I, I guess I'm always assumed that Auschwitz, you know, what Auschwitz means in in German, it means to um, to sweat out. It means like to um, like to sweat out something. That's what. Well, isn't doesn't uh, well Auschwitz wasn't it that wasn't that the the Polish name? So exactly. So what actually happened was I had to look this up. So the Polish had it was called like Auschwitz. It was some other name. And when the Germans heard it, they're just like the English. You know, they're like, oh, China, what's your what's your capital called? Uh, Peking. What? Beijing? All right. That's what we're calling it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I mean, know, they've, like, they've got that thing over the gate, haven't they? Albeit my fray, which means work. Is it struggle will free you or work will set you free? Arbeit macht frei. It means uh, work will set you free. Yeah. Yeah. Work will, um, work yeah. will liberate you. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Uh, Auschwitz. <laughs> that would be Auschwitz. Yeah, I, that's exactly. So Gorick is Austrian. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing that. Um, but apparently, it's just like a bastardization word of Auschwitz Birkenau is a like a they just Germanized a, a Polish word. Yeah, weird. So tell us about it. What what were you? Um, how long were you in Poland and how did you, uh, how did you like it? Yeah. Um, the place I went to was Woz, which is spelt L O D Z. So it, to me, it reads Lods. But yeah. The L with the line through it, right? Yeah. So it's actually Woz. Woz. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was pretty much, if it wasn't for the fact we were driving on the opposite side of the road, I would have assumed that I was driving through the streets of Manchester. It is very much like, uh, really? an in yeah, it, Manchester's an industrial town. Mm. Um, and I wouldn't, and of course the Polish shops and everything, but I mean, like for like, it, it's pretty much, if you'd have said to me, you're still in Manchester, if I just woke up and you, in Manchester, I would have said, yeah, yeah, of course I'm in Manchester, yeah, no difference. Seems like Manchester to me. Um, but the whole experience was was mind-blowing because it's, the the extras were so good. The mm -hmm. essays, the supporting artists, we're calling them, we don't call them extras anymore because it's a little bit derogatory calling them extras. They, yeah, they don't call them background. Background artists, whatever, yeah. We, the, the essays were brilliant. They're all Polish men. Um, and they totally engaged with the with the scenes, which, of course, as you know, if you're in the industry, it makes your job a whole lot easier. So I'm stood there in my stripy pajamas. I had some long johns underneath, some thermal long johns underneath, and uh, a vest on underneath. But you couldn't have too much on because obviously, 
you know, you, you can see it. So yeah. I'm stood there. I'm cold. I'm damp. I'm wet. I'm tired from the flight. Uh, I've got two Alsatian dogs barking at me, which is something we can we can have a chat about as well. Is is animals in the film industry? Oh, um, yeah. I had two two Alsatians barking at me. I had two jet. I had German SS officers marching in front of me. I had people with capos who were beating people with sticks behind me. And I was told that if I look up, I'll get shot in the head. And I totally engaged with the scene. And I was literally scared shitless, absolutely scared shitless. I was cold. I was, I was horrified. Everything seemed so real. And that is thanks to, to the whole crew and cast who, who just made that seem believable. It was great. Honestly, it really was. Um, and I was there for four days. I traveled one day, uh, arrived there, filmed the Tuesday, filmed the Wednesday, traveled home on the Thursday. So but it was it was an amazing experience. It sounds like it. I mean, I know uh, when you're in the moment acting, sometimes it, you, you get you get lost in the character, you get lost in the scene, you start like because the the trick is to trick yourself right into believing what you're doing and and really feeling it right well i mean the the whole point of acting is is to is to make people feel or, or to let people know how you're feeling without acting the minute you act you're not an actor it, it it's making someone believe i mean this is the thing this is the thing about when you go on set and you see act, actors who are top of the game because i did a lot of essay work when i started mm -hmm. out just to get on set to see how things worked uh, and it was cool, and it, it fed into my ADHD as well. It was it was great to sort of buzz off all this. And you watched actors work, and I thought that looks so easy. Yeah. And anybody who is at the top of the game makes things look easy. Runners make things easy. Footballers, you know. Yeah, um, the, guy, the guys riding everything. bicycles around the rim of a barrel. Yeah, make they it make look it. Easy. Oh, yeah. I can do that. They make it look so yeah. easy, and that is the key. Um, so yeah, it's all about it's all, yeah, it's easy to go in those places because what you've got to think about is what would Dan do if he was in this position right now? What feeling would be going through his mind? What you know through him through himself? What what would he be feeling? Would he be scared? Would he be looking for places to run? Would he be, you know, all mm -hmm. these thoughts going through your mind? So you do enter that that zone and it yeah. is exhausting. It is exhausting. So um, the reason, one of the things I wanted to ask you, um, you know, Jenna Ortega, when she went to Romania to film the Wednesday series, said that she couldn't go, she couldn't stay vegan there because she just started, she was in a landlocked country, but decided that she had to eat fish because she was, she was just too, it was just too much for her to be in Romania and stay vegan. Now, Romania is not that far away from Poland. It's kind of over there. And, and also Poland is you know a similar kind of style of country i would say as far as like their their geopolitical situation. i've just i've just made a shredded beetroot recipe because with every meal and every meal there they had a vegan option not just one for for dan not just for one for the pain in the ass vegan dan they had a whole selection of vegan options so you could have meat or you could have um vegan um with every meal they had this shredded beetroot recipe and it was beautiful um, the Polish are one of the biggest vegetable eaters, you know, any poor country meat is, meat is a luxury, you know, right. I don't, it's bullshit. All this, all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more expensive being vegan. No, they, they, the most vegetables in Poland, they, they're amazing. And Romania is not much difference, but one of the things I did notice was that when I went in the supermarkets, I, 
I could get vegan milks. I could get vegan burgers. I could get vegan sausages. I could get vegan everything. It's okay. not an unusual thing. Vegetarianism is a normality over there because vegetarianism is basically what they all are, you know, for obvious things like dairy and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, but pretty much most of the diet is vegetables, you know. Um, so Romania you, so have you, an eggplant recipe. So you managed So you managed to stay vegan even though the grueling schedule and you're, uh, you're in a concentration camp situation and you had all of this, like, it's hard being an actor, that like the expenditure of your energy, you still were able to stay vegan and healthy. Well, if, if, let's, let, let's put this um, scenario forward. Let's say there was nothing whatsoever let's go back to cuba let's go back to cuba sky i know okay. you love cuba you love, I love those, cuba you i love, love cuba <laughs> go to cuba every week let's go to cuba right cuba was like it was i starved right now if i had gone to poland and there would have been absolutely nothing which is an impossibility but we'll do it we'll do it there's nothing to eat i would not have eaten for the two days I would, that's I would how i am not yes eaten. i wouldn't Sorry, have, I wouldn't would have strike, eaten meat like and it. eggs yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would I just totally would not agree. have. Eaten. I'm not going to die from from not, not eating for two days. You can make you it know? like seven days as long as you got water. You can go like seven days without eating. So I think. I mean, I, think... I mean, I, I took them. I've took those with me, my ADHD pills. So if I took those, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even get hungry anyway. So I could just live off of those one a day. Boom, not bothered. But yeah, neither of us are being paid to advertise uh, the ADHD medication. <laughs> Oh, I believe it's a big thing in America, though, because they've got a massive shortage because students yeah. have been taking it so they can go and study all night with it. Unbelievable. Course, yeah. Unbelievable. But, yeah. Well, I mean, when I was in, when I was in college... Uh... Don't go down that road, Sky. Don't go down that road. There's ears and eyes everywhere. There's ears and eyes everywhere, mate. Well, well but, okay, so when I was in college, you have to stay up all night sometimes and write. Like, I was an English major. No, so you didn't have to, Sky. No, you didn't have to. Yeah. Uh... I could have quit, I guess. No, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to stay up all night at all. There's nothing that requires you to stay up all night and do it. So either you were doing something wrong or you were catch playing catch up. That's why you had to stay up all night. So don't try and bullshit grumpy, catch right? Because I can see up. right through you like a yeah, sheet there... of freshly polished glass, my friend. <laughs> there are times when no matter how well planned you've you've done everything, you still have to stay uh, work extra hours and and work through the night, and and type typing away. And Is so that you type. That's how I type. I type like, like a muppet. The frog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a muppet. I just like. <laughs> that's how I play piano too. <laughs> crazy man, crazy. I love stupid so, stuff like, like that. So, uh, <laughs> so we called it. It's called A plus or Diet Coke. And uh, it's Adderall. It's just, it's just uh, ADHD. It's medicine. just, yeah, just, just, it's just, it's just my savior and your crutch. Crutch? No, I would call it a performance enhancing drug. Is what no, I. No, for it. me, it was a crutch. It wasn't perform. It's not performance enhancing for me at all. Oh dear. Okay, so my performance enhancing drug is your crutch. Let's not get all in. I thought you were off those pills anyway. I thought they were. You were. I like, haven't. I haven't, took, I haven't took them. I haven't took them in in over a month and a half, mate. I really haven't. I've just got no call from. I've told you I'm accepting me for who I am now, so it, it's it's fine. Well, everyone you know? loves you for who you are, Dan. Uh, Karina actually works in a. She fulfills um, the prescriptions for people. She works at a medical office. See you, Dan. See, this is what you have to do. You just have to accept Dan for who he is. Sometimes he just bails, and uh, that's how. Yeah, there he, he's back. You see, that's just. 
that's part of the ADHD. Dan, um, <laughs> what? Sorry, go on. What? Um, so, so you were able to stay vegan. I'm really happy to hear that. I'm really, I'm yeah. really pleased with that. Are, are you? Are are you? Um, have you done any activism since then? Have you been able to squeeze anything in? Oh, right. This is this is the thing. This is the thing, mate. Right. You remember my latest rant video? Yeah, um, I, I can't. I can't forget it. I, in fact, I was thinking about it a lot when you told me something else that I wasn't going to say. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, I went on Roger's channel last last Wednesday, and unfortunately, my internet decided to go down. It might have been like the the, the vegan gods might have been with me on that one. I don't know. Um, but Roger did want to sort of grill me on that um, on that thingy. But I've got I've really got nothing to say about it. I mean, all I'm doing is is using my channel to just scream what I want to say, right? Now, throughout my life, I've always been misrepresented. I've always been misconstrued. People, I've not been able to express myself correctly. And people have got to look a little bit deeper and in between the lines to what I'm actually saying because mm -hmm. I can't express myself properly. And I, 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 I'll admit that. So sometimes when I go on a, on a free fall like I did then and just, just express what was going through my mind, People re want to read into it what they want to read into it. And a lot, if you notice in the comments of it, if you ever go go through the comments of that, there's people supporting me because they, they got it. They got what I was saying. And then there was people there that were sort of saying, assuming it was about them. Yes, everything you say online. How many times? Every time you say something online, are you talking about me? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Exactly. I'm Of course, I'm talking about you. No, I'm talking about just the concept and everyone yeah totally so so basically since since that point i mean there were there was um there was a a, vid, a new vigil by manchester pig save a, a vigil uh quite a distance away it's over a 30 minute drive away but it's a brand new slaughterhouse because the last one closed um and it's a brand new slaughterhouse and i couldn't make it because my car had to go for its mlt but i will be attending one of those mm. but as far as um Everything I seem to have gone on in a bit of a rut and I can't climb out of it. I've stopped going to the gym. Um, but the gym is going to shut for refurbishment and reopens in December. So I'm I'm using that as a point to sort of head towards to to start at the gym again. Um, but well, I'm 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 really struggling with with everything at the moment to get motivated to do it. And it, it's just a it's just a, a layer of, of of my condition, unfortunately is executive dysfunction. I just can't. It's not executive, that. I, I like yeah, executive I, dysfunction. I think that's the name of my new punk band. Executive yeah, dysfunction. It's, it's a great, it's a great thing, but it describes it completely. And it's basically, I want to do something, but I can't get motivated to do it. And it's not because I don't want to, or because I'm lazy, which is what everyone pe people assume. It's because I can't physically my brain won't physically project me into that that process of, of thinking about it so mm -hmm. um yeah i mean well, do you ever have it where my... how are you with okay so when you get in the mode where you are motivated how are you with like because something similar something weird weird not weird something happened to me where i'm like okay i'm going to work out and so i started every single day and i was like two weeks into every single day working out and then we we came to California. We actually in Nevada. We stayed at a hotel that didn't have a gym. And then we come to California, and there's no gym at the hotel. And the next hotel, no gym. And I'm like, God damn it! I'm I'm in the mode. I'm actually motivated now. And motherfucker, now I now I don't have the the tool at my disposal. You know what I mean? I got so angry. 
now I don't now I'm like looking up stoop i'm trying to do push-ups or something i don't know calisthenics all you gotta do is calisthenics that's all you gotta do it's not the same though i was like no it's not the same i agree with you i agree with you it's not the same but you can do it you can do it you can do pull-ups you can so how are you the question is how are you like when you so you are motivated but now outside circumstances have like undermined your undermined your determination if i go into i if i can get hyper focus initiated Hyperfocus yeah. initiating. I will <laughs> I will go into it wholeheartedly. I will just just smash into it. And once I get into a habit, um and I start hurting myself at the gym and getting the dopamine fixed, then I'm away. I'm I can carry it on. Um it's like the it's like the acting. I've just had a, a an audition for a new BBC comedy, and I'm waiting to hear from that. But but it it this is what I mean. It, Mentally, it's killing me because I'm I'm I get the audition through on 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 my email, mm-hmm. and I'm like, look at the audition, think, wow, yeah, I, you know, this is going to be great. Uh, I think about it, I learn the script, I practice yeah. it, I, I meet my mate, I go and meet my mate, we set it up, we do the audition, I send it off, and now I'm in waiting to hear more, waiting to hear more, which means constantly flicking open the phone, going onto the emails, nothing. Oh, was that a text? Oh, was that a phone call? And it's like. Grind, 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 grind. And the trouble with the British entertainment industry is that mm-hmm. the only people who hear anything are the successful ones. If you're unsuccessful, you won't hear a thing. You don't get told no, you just don't hear. And this is the thing. And So what's going through my mind now is this constant thing like, right, okay, so yesterday it went in. Uh, they would have looked at them all day not heard anything okay so what they must be doing now they must be putting them all in piles and saying okay we've got these we're going now down to these so we get to the end of the day and if we get to the end of the day and i don't hear then they think right so they've got to make a big decision so we'll we'll go if i don't hear by friday i haven't got it Mm. but during that time it's just i'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and it's draining sky really is fucking draining and yeah I've had a few over the last couple of months and I've been sort of really concentrating on my acting. I really want to make it in the acting and I'm, I'm not throwing the animals under the bus far from it. You know, um, I mean, well, I've been a constant advocate it, for veganism yeah, for the okay. last, for the last seven years now. Well, that's why I want to know because you had, I, I actually was afraid of this when um, Pilgrim's pride shut down, you know, and I wanted to say, like, well, I'm now worried that we're gonna lose you to, you know, the fact that it's gone. Like, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, well, the, the, what do I do now? It's been such a big part of your life, activism, and I think that your voice as an activist is so important and has been for me at least. And then all of a sudden, like, I've I've always found uh, the stuff you say inspiring. I, I talk about you a lot. You know, I talk about when people tell me, well, I'm 19, I went vegan. I'm like. I'm more inspired by people like Grumpy who went vegan uh, a bit later, you know? And a lot I, later. Well, I, I said a bit to make you, to, to appeal oh, to your Oh, don't matter. I've, I've survived <laughs> to 56, mate. I'm, I'm like, woo, fucking hell. How did I manage that shit? God, talk about juggling. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, so my point in all of that is that, like, I'm, I, when they closed that slaughterhouse, I was just worried that, okay, well, Dan's done. Like, how do you, how... What now? You know what I mean. It does. It does feel a little bit like that because it was very convenient. You know, yeah. it was very convenient. It um, was something that's right in your face. It's like not just convenient. It's like it's almost unavoidable. It's like it's yeah. now. It's it's my fucking 
my obligation because it's in my backyard. I have to do something, you know. I mean, obviously, there's 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 other stuff. I've been I've been in chats with somebody about um, liberating certain animals because it's coming up to Christmas, and that may happen. But again, it, it's oh, thank you, Mike the Musical Vegan Beast. Look mm -hmm. at that. You see, I want to be like I want to be like Mike the Musical Vegan Beast. Yeah, you know, he's <laughs> he's ripped. He's ripped. I used to have triceps like that and shoulders. Yeah, he's wow. buff. I want to get him on the show so he could tell me how to be buff. Dan is the most honest vegan I've watched on YouTube, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I can't be any other way. I can't be any other way, unfortunately. Most honest is a weird thing to be. Mo so, oh, wait, all of all the other vegans are liars now? Is that the fuck? Yeah, you ask. Yeah, you're, you're a bit yeah. of, you know, a, you know what I mean? I'm it's just, just I'm like a prevaricating vegan. I'm the prevaricating vegan. You 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 hold back, you know what I mean? Sometimes you, you see, but this is the thing, I hold mate. Back. Yeah, wow, yeah, I, you I, I haven't been accused you. of that. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, but <laughs> I haven't thing, been the, accused of that one. I, I think I think um, what he's getting at there is is right when we look at when we look at vegans, you know, when we look at vegan influencers on YouTube and on TikTok and what wherever, if they don't show the faces, it's very hard to. Connect. sort of buy into what yeah connect with them and yeah i've always used the same approach i've not got fancy backgrounds i've not it's me i'm sat here i've got a you know spots on my face my you know i might have stubble around my thing i just come on and say my thing and that's i think that's what he's alluding to is that sort of honesty is just like there's no frills there's no there's no pay to ask questions it's just i'll just say what's on my mind whether it be right or wrong and i think that's the key with everybody what everyone should be able to do mm -hmm. is be able to speak out loud say what they feel and then if people want to come back and critique it and say oh you said this and do you think you're right about that and uh well don't know what do you think well if you're saying that then this will happen and all oh, right okay so maybe i was wrong yeah but yeah. we shouldn't be afraid of, of, of saying anything. We should be able to say what we want. I know? totally agree with that. And should and should say what you what you need to say because the animals can't articulate. I've been I've been kind of annoyed by this like animals don't have a voice thing recently because like all these animals have a like they're telling us that they don't want to be killed. They're trying to escape. They clearly don't want to be in these cages. But I know that they can't articulate and something like a human being not speaking up for the animals seems um, sinful. It seems like. Yeah, you... OK. Right. OK. So much, sorry to interrupt, but someone's just come to me. One of the things I said in my in my rant was I'm not bothered if people go vegan and, and don't do any activism. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not bothered. Now, how do you feel about that comment? Because to me. We are our goal is to get people out there to take up a vegan lifestyle to boycott all the industries. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal, is it? Yeah. Now, is it our goal to make every single one of those an activist? Yeah, we'd love that, but to me, it, it's a big ask to ask people to to spin their life and 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 turn it on its head, right, and do all this, and then go, okay, so you're vegan now, but. Now you need to go to fucking vigils. Now you need to talk to people. Now you need to do this. Now you need to do that. No, you go vegan. If you decide to, to start advocating for animals, that's great. But you go vegan and do it all right. I'm happy. Well done. Well, this is I'm interesting because this is, this is an evolution from when I first met you, Dan, because you said 
you you told me that asking someone to go vegan is a big ask and i totally disagreed with you and now you're saying that the big ask is to become an activist and yeah. i agree that it's i i feel like going vegan is the moral imperative is not a big ask it's not hard to go vegan it's not hard not to abuse animals but asking people to speak up and go against the status quo and to question authority in a public forum is a bigger ask. That's true. I agree with you. But I want people to do something. I don't care if it's share a video, share a, you know, like a post, do anything, literally anything. That's my, the uh, just fucking anything. You know what I mean? Get off the couch, do something. And there's ways to do it anonymously. You can do anonymous for the voiceless, wear the mask, and you could do, you could do a lot, you know? Of course so. there is. Of course there is. But I've also thought about vegan is the moral baseline yeah it's a starting point and mm -hmm. and I, i've always th i've always said you know that that anybody who does go vegan for the for the ethical reasons because there are vegans that go vegan for other other things they go vegan for health it's a big thing they go vegan for environment they do and there's no denying that it's it's not correct but well, they go plant-based for those reasons they go, they're going down that road yeah, yeah exactly but um but yeah we 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 should get people to go vegan and then you know we shouldn't berate people if they if they you know you, well I'm i'll tell not, you I'm i'll not... tell you like you know george martin he's your he's your your fellow breton and he uh he said that a, a vegan um a, a a vegan who doesn't do activism is the same as a dead carnist and i'm like it's a little messed up. I don't believe I don't believe that, but I do think that you know I think he's doing it for effect. I don't think that he really believes that. You know, he talks pretty big sometimes. I love him, but he's like a something a bit bit hardcore on that. So yeah, I but wanna, I mean, yeah. yeah, but we've we've got to we've got to put that out there, haven't we? You've got to. It's like bartering for something, isn't it? You've got to go in low first. You've got to go in low. So with this, you've got to go in high. You've got to go at the top of the stakes, and then. Hopefully they'll say, "Well, I can't go up to the top there, but I can I can probably go in between these two points here." You know what I mean? So, yeah. and it's a bit like bartering. You go in the lowest price possible without seeming cheeky, and then and then hopefully you'll you'll get a price near to where you want it. But it, it's it's one of those you you've got to you've got to go in at the top. If you're going to be an influencer, you've you've got to do it right. You've got to do well. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. That's why I don't I don't berate. I try to cheerlead. I, I try to berate all carnies. I, I don't like people who eat animals, but I try to cheerlead any activist. And sometimes even if I disagree with the tactics or question like this thing with Wayne Siong being in jail, I think that he's better out of jail. I wish that I wish that they had done a similar thing with him not landing in prison. They're like, this was the plan the whole time. And I'm like, that's a bad fucking plan. We need you out of prison, not in prison. Like, anyway, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in his cause like i'm i applaud him i'm like holy shit he's a hero he's going to prison for the cause like i just wish that he weren't going to prison you know mm. what i mean yeah yeah I, yeah I, I i i question i question that plan if you and i were going to go do a protest together dan and you were like i'm hoping to get arrested today i'd be like bro no let's not do that <laughs> i need you it, out of jail is See, there, there, you've hit another nail on the head there for me, and that's another thing. You know, we're talking about liberating. Um, I've got to be very careful now. Um, I'm on a roll. Yeah, uh, I'm getting auditions. Um, 
there's been a lot of you've seen the Russell Brand thing, haven't you? The Russell Brand sort of exposure. Yeah. Things come out of the woodwork and and you know, and and the the entertainment industry don't like this sort of controversy anymore. So never do I've got to, I've got to think twice before I do anything that's potentially um gonna get me in trouble. And and to be honest with you, I won't do it at the moment. I won't do it at the moment. Maybe if I ever get established, which I will do, I'm getting there. But when it, when I get established, maybe yeah, I can take a little risk and everything like that. But at the moment, so and someone's just wrote something that's just made me think as well. You know, uh, dead carnists don't have that effect. Is when when someone becomes vegan, they they automatically advocate anyway. Yeah, just we, by we the George just Martin by, thing before. Just yeah. by walking into a shop and ordering vegan meals, just by putting stuff onto a supermarket counter, you know, that have vegan written all over. <clears throat> Just by sitting with with non vegans and eating vegan food, you, you're advocating the lifestyle to people, you know. So, um, the more yeah. that words brought up, the better. I, I agree with I agree with you. I I think that George Martin is making a point to try to in, encourage people to become activists. I think he's making a. I think he I think he said that to be controversial. Of course, like really going to, yeah, well, to rile we've people talked up. About, yeah. yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's all yeah. about causing. I mean, look at that video of mine. Right, it got. Yeah. Oh, I've put stuff up there. I've put. I've, I've liberated animals. I've done. I've done. I've had. I've had arguments with slaughterhouse workers. Do not put all these things up. But the minute I start ranting and say a few stupid things, I'm getting like I've got fifteen hundred sort of views on it. I've got so many comments. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like yeah. you've yeah, got to you've got to create some sort of spectacle, and that's the whole point of it. And I think yeah, George I mean that's goes, why that's goes why... big or go home. You know, right. And that's that's why that vegan teacher has eight hundred thousand yeah, subscribers exactly, already. Exactly. She got she she got banned from TikTok at two million followers, and she's already back at eight hundred thousand followers. Like, you know, it, there's something to be said about being controversial. It's cringe watch. It's called cringe watching, yeah. isn't it? It, it? People like to watch to cringe, but it yeah. doesn't matter because while they're cringing, they're hearing the message. You yeah, know? I think so. so. I mean, when when. It's it's not always my style, but from time to time I'll say some, and hopefully not cringe, but I'll do a lot of like, I'll rant about politics and stuff. And in fact, there's a lot of political shit happening already in uh, this month in America. Um, another state enshrined abortion rights in their constitution. It's That's a, right. Yeah, I saw that on TV. Yeah, it was mentioned on TV. That. Paul Campbell's with- uh, been doing a bit of research on my film. Oh, cool. Yeah, Campbell. Paul Campbell's always doing it. But isn't Wayne just it's trying to make the best of what's happened? I don't think so. I think he's always said, I'm going to jail. He recorded all those things ahead of time, knowing he's going to jail. He kept he kept getting more and more like the more and more brazen in order to end up in prison. So I don't know, man. Wayne, I, I hope the plan isn't to continue. Like the stuff he got imprisoned for happened five years ago, right? Something like that. So shit dude like i don't know i think it's hard going to prison is counterproductive to your message and limits your reach i totally agree daddy bear reads at bedtime uh it's hard to advocate talk to jake conroy about what it's like to be in jail for four years talk to, to ronnie lee what it's like to be in jail for 10 mm. years yeah, like yeah. talk to beetlejuice he was in for four years you know like these guys are and it doesn't stop there neither because as soon as you get out you you're under parole conditions you you, you can't do yeah. you've got to be careful for the rest of your life you, you know it doesn't never leaves you you can't go to other countries um he's yeah felony felony conspiracy is a big deal in america <laughs> like felony conspiracy is a big a big deal 
and he's got a and they're saying he's he's going to get two years, eight months served, and he's going to serve eight months. But it's like that doesn't matter. Once you get that felony black mark on you, it's difficult. Makes life difficult. Yeah, making making vegan gains in the gym or, or where able. Um, I saw someone say that I should get a yoke. I think vegan Megan, vegan Megan. I, I you you've inspired me. I think the next time I go on tour, I'll bring a yoga mat, and then I won't have to worry about this shit. I'll just do it in the. Why why are you you don't like yoga? <laughs> well, you don't like yoga. What's that face for, Dan? What the hell? You don't like yoga now. You're turning more and more into a hippie as the weeks go by. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll be a hippie. I'll be a hippie as long as as long as I can look as good as you do when I'm 56. I'll be. Uh... Oh, I got some. I got some other news as well. After please, but um, the name of Maximilian Kolbe was a Polish Catholic priest and convention. Is that who you played? No, no, no. I I was one of the. I originally got offered the role of one of the guys in the cell, a guy called Victor from Russia. Uh, we have wisdom in your book. Russia, yeah, I'm from Russia, yes. <laughs> my father is from Russia, my brother is from Russia, sister, mother. Um, watched, in, in, in America, what a country. You watch TV. In Russia, the TV watch you. I love the face <laughs> that you pull as well to do that. It's you're trying my Yekov Shmirnov. Yes, yes. Was Yekov Shmirnov very famous in your country? So, so I got offered, I got offered that role, and it was six weeks in Poland, and I, I, I spoke to my agent, and she taught me out of it basically. She said do it, but she sort of said, mm, you know, check this, check that, check this, and I'm like, mm. and I thought, right, okay, I've had a couple of TV shows uh, now, I'm on a roll, um, so I, I refused the role. Um, and I'm actually playing, it's just a cameo role that I got, which is nice. And it was part of it. And yeah, it's a credit. So it's all good. Um, but I just, um, yeah. But now with hindsight, I think I made a mistake. I Why? think it's going to be, I think, cause I think it's going to go big. I think the film is going to go big. Okay. But did you, did you pull an accent when you did your, what, what accent did you speak with? Of course it was Polish. You were Polish. I had, I, you I had a Polish, Polish, ac- Polish accent. Yes. 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 Feel some Polish accent. I talk like Polish. Polish. I talk like Polish accent. Why make you go? Why make you go watch stripper? <laughs> <laughs> they always say, <laughs> "Why make you go watch stripper?" In my country, we will stripper watch you. In Soviet Union, in Soviet Russia, you become vegan. Vegan, vegan becomes, becomes you. You. <laughs> vegan becomes you. Yakov Smirnov never gets old. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm uh, in March. I'm going to Thailand uh, to see a good friend of mine. Psycho said he's oh, organizing the holiday for me. Nice. Um, he's he's a vegan. Uh, he wrote a book. He survived cancer. <clears throat> when are you coming uh, to the United States? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what is your movie called? It's called The Triumph of the Heart. I'm just trying to find it now. Heart. Ooh, it's a play on Triumph of the Will. That's amazing. Triumph of the Heart. So you know that the most famous um, propaganda film about Hitler and, well, Hitler's Germany was called Triumph of the Will. And so... right. I think that they're making a, a little play on that triumph of the heart for anyone who is a filmography, uh, a filmophile. The guys, the guys who are making it are um, 
a Catholic sort of uh, group. Uh, the director's dad is a big Catholic sort of guy in, in the US. They're, in, they're all from Texas. They're all from the Texas area. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of what is called. Um, uh, I'll, I'll find State. it eventually. So, have a look. So yeah, I'm off to Thailand in March. Um, it's going to sort me out a nice hotel. Can you um, stay vegan in, in Thailand? You could be vegan in yes, Thailand. Yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, wow. it really is. It really is. God, um, you you you're you're like th you're throwing everything in their faces. You're showing us that hey, you can be vegan anywhere. I mean, I really would love. Um, I'm just trying to find this on Facebook. Actually, can you I'm be vegan in Paris even? What if you're in Paris and have IBS? Could you be vegan there? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. What if you're in I Thailand and have IBS, Dan? Then can you be vegan? I yeah, hear that I'm... I hear that shellfish are there and bivalves, you know. Oh, don't mention the bivalves. No, come on. Um... What if what if you're in Thailand and a peacock drops a feather and you take that feather and you put it in your bum hole and it feels so good in there. And then everyone starts putting the feathers in their bum holes. And you started a, a, a fad where everyone is walking around with peacock feathers out of their <laughs> bum holes. Have you committed a rights violation against all of the all of the peacocks that will now be killed for their feathers? It's funny you should say that. It, it was uh, an old uh, Manchester tradition to actually. It was called the peacock the peacock uh dance festival and that that's sounds what like a we actually, yeah yeah we used to shove fireflies up our ass and then and then feathers fireflies. and then we yeah fireflies so that our flat farts would glow and yeah <laughs> they have fireflies and i didn't know they had fireflies no they don't i'm just making it up it's just oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm being i'm being as, as they have fireflies as in if, if you shove fireflies up your bum hole in Manchester on the 5th of November, Guy Fawkes Day, is that a rights violation? But it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt the fireflies after all. Sky, share yeah. the screen. Uh, here you go. So that's me there. That's me there in the middle. Right, bang in the middle. This is the Facebook uh, group. with the crotch shot. You got the crotch shot right in the middle, huh? Yeah, I, they're not very up on social media, these guys. They um, just chopped off your head. <laughs> what the fuck is this picture, Dan? <laughs> so <laughs> I love it, though. Like, Hey, look at the schlongs on these so, guys. So these guys uh, are actually on a diet. So what they've done is they filmed the first stages of them being in this cell. Yeah. Um, and then um, they're going away, dieting, and coming back to film the end scenes. Oh, my uh, gosh. I bet their diets are extreme, too, huh? They've got to lose quite a bit quite a bit of weight. Um, what is, yeah, those are the shoes that I wore. That, oh, my God. Wooden, wooden soles. And we had to run on these cobbles here, you know, and uh, I yeah. damaged my foot. I had to get the medic in to sort my foot out because I kept slipping off them. That's the guy who's playing Maximilian Colby. Look at that, though. I mean, that's Maximilian Colby. Okay. Yeah. Why is he in there? If he's because oh, he's a dissident. He's saying naughty things. Is that why he's in there? He he took the place of um, 
Yeah, he's no. Is that a communist? Is that a enemy of the state? The red triangle. I think the red triangle is the enemy of the state. The pink yeah, triangles yeah. were homosexuals. Yeah. Um, I don't know all of the Nazi icon. I don't know the, all of the Nazi symbols, but I know that the pink triangle is. Well, I was a communist, and I had a red triangle. Oh, so yeah, so the commie is the red triangle. That makes sense. Yeah. You so filthy cunning. So yeah, this is um yeah. It was, was Leon Trotsky's cool. birthday yesterday. <laughs> so with with you, what they do just go like, all right, you're good. Yeah, I was I was automatically good. Um, yeah. This is this guy here is a massive TV star in Poland, apparently. Oh really? So everybody was stopping him to get his yeah. Uh, that's me and the director. That's the director, Anthony Ambrosio. And you said oh, he's he... from Texas. The director's from Texas. Yes. And Did he have a thick accent? Was he like, "Howdy, howdy, Dan, how you doing?" I'll play his play his video if you want. Well, how did they? Oh, that's on the Instagram. Oh, in Texas, Instagram. they talk real funny. I'll uh, I'll just stick this in. This is the the web page because you can still contribute um, towards it. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's I've put in the I've put in the chat there a link to the actual web page for um, the film. So okay. if you if you click on that and take a look at that, people, you can sort of reserve. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm really glad, Dan, that you were able to uh, have that experience, and um, I think the world is going to be a better place when the movie comes out because you're a famous vegan who's going to be in an awesome film. Don't forget the little guys when you're big, okay? Uh, Roger, Roger, Roger oh, says, just a gentle correction, Dan. I was hoping I'll, you were going to miss that. <laughs> come on at one. Anything you want to talk about apart from the filming, now we'll just chat. You can grill me if you want. Yeah. Uh, well, we, uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying you, you, we, we couldn't, you couldn't have grilled me. Yeah, it's fine. I'm quite happy to talk about anything. Like I said, um, I'm quite happy to talk about anything, anything at all. So we can, we can reconvene that one, Roger, if you want. No problem. Uh, now my internet's good. Well, yeah. Uh, hopefully, your internet will work. I, I, I probably won't be watching, but um, Dan, you can, you can fill me in on the other side, I suppose. Now, here's something I want to, I want to take a look at. Um, is that okay. that bunny ears thing? What? I sent you the thing? pictures. I sent you the pictures on WhatsApp. Um, let me see if I can find them. On I think it's in my, in my downloads. Let's have a look. Uh, downloads. You sent it to me in WhatsApp. What are you talking about, Danny boy? Oh, oh sure. All oh, right, here we go. So there's one, and there's the other one. So I'll see if I can. I don't know if, if it comes up if I share the screen. Oh, you were talking about the goat milk hand cream. Yeah, it's like what the hell's going on there now? It says um, it's cruelty free, but it also says goat milk is a key ingredient for delivering intense moisture to your skin. Why would goat's milk deliver intense moisture to my skin? So the thing I've got, the problem I've got with this is, can you see that there? Yeah. Cruelty-free. Yeah, it's not cruelty-free. And how were they allowed to do this? Well, because it wasn't tested on animals. So what they, what, so cruelty-free now means that it wasn't tested on animals, but that doesn't mean it's vegan. It's pretty so messed up. It is pretty messed up and... Misleading, the right? The thing about about the cruelty free logo is means it is cruelty even me missus um 
said to me, well, what's wrong with goat's milk? And I said, well, the 50 percent of the of the of the kids born, um, they're going to be male. What what do they do with them? She went, oh, they just hang about, don't they? I said, no, they, they just don't. They don't want them wasting resources. No, they slit the throats. They, they slit the throats. They bolt gun them, or they send them off to to a halal slaughterhouse. Or well, they get their throat slit. Yeah, they'll, they'll mm. they all get their throat slit in the end. Yeah. Born a boy, get your throat slit. I think that's so. Uh, it is a worrying, worrying development that that some of this stuff, and, and I mean, cruelty free. Yeah, it's fucking this, bullshit. I, I, I found a British one, right? I found a British producer, and um, I'll read it if you can just share that. So it says, we are a family-run business that started production just two miles from Bristol Airport, then moved to Larmadier premises. Yeah. Um, father and two sons manufacturing all the products on site using milk from the village Kerborn herd of British Alpine show goats. Oh, the show goats. So that makes them even better. And yeah. also have a regular milk goats. delivered from Bruton's Dairy Somerset. So they're getting regular dairy as well, delivered. The business started as a result of myself being diagnosed with osteoporosis. Oh, what caused your osteoporosis in the first place? Could oh, it have been dairy? Could I'm have told by a consultant to start drinking goat's milk to strengthen my bone density. Oh, my God. It's like, wow. This guy's a with, douche. With further research, I discovered the many benefits which goat milk offers. High in calcium. Contains vitamin A, lactic acid, and other minerals beneficial for those suffering with eczema, psoriasis. It's like, hold on a minute. This shit causes psoriasis and eczema. Oh, man. It's just like. But in a short time, I started experimenting, making goat's milk soap, and soon family and friends, the feedback was so positive and helping many skin conditions. And I decided to leave my career as a police officer. Oh, yeah, that makes me even worse. What do you know? He was a police officer. Does that shock you? No, not one bit. <laughs> and with the helping hand of Yeo Valley Organic, which are a big sort of yogurt producer in the UK, it's like, uh, we obtained the license to extract keratin, a natural protein from alpaca fleece to make soaps and shampoo bars. So these will be cruelty-free logos as well. Yes. Um and so now it has now you have to look for vegan and cruelty free. It's a bit ridiculous and uh, and stupid. What are you gonna do? It's it's cockamamie. It's a cockamamie thing. Goat benefits. What about this one, Dan? Dan is a knobhead. Says Laura. Griffiths. Oh, it's Laura, of course. Yeah, I could say that. Well, Dan, I have to go do activism. I have to go to a college campus and talk to uh, students about animal testing. I'm on a campus where they actually test on uh, primates, which is always a bit interesting because people care about primates a lot more than they care about other species. It's pure just because they're speciesist, you know, but um, it's always an interesting thing when I'm at a campus. I know. Don't please don't bring up. Oh, did I lose you, Dan? I think I lost you. No, I'm still here. I'm still you're, here. You're Have you got Oh, you're frozen. You're frozen. No, I think it's you. I have, I have all the, I have all of the, <laughs> Is that lying in advertising? It is. All right, but Dan, I have to say goodbye to you anyway. I have to go. I have to go to UC Davis and talk to campus, uh, talk to campus students and faculty about animal exploitation and experimentation. Listen, um, thanks for that. As well. next time you put something up and say this is me talking to students, make sure it's not just 
shoulder back here because uh, I can't really believe it was you unless we can see see your actual face. I think it was a stand in a body double. Oh, it, what, oh, but look, I was trying to show this off. Ah, right. I see what you were doing there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was trying to show off I my uh, my that. new. I'm collecting patches in every place that I go. Well, trying to. I've skipped a couple places, but I thought it'd be fun to try to collect patches and put it on my PETA uh, sweatshirt and pins. Like I went to some actions in Chicago and they had these. I have a no fur pin and I have a uh, a pro animal future pin. That was pretty wow, cool. Wow, with all, all those patches and badges and everything, you really remind me of, of a, like a, a little gay vegan boy scout. <laughs> A little gay vegan boy scout. I'll take it. That's all right. I'll be I'll be your little gay vegan boy scout. <laughs> Dan, and with that, with that beautiful message, Dan, thank you so much. I'm going to say goodbye to you now, Dan. <laughs> thank you. Thank Bye, you for Dan. having me on Sky, and I'll see you on the next yeah. one. All right. I'll see you. I'll see you uh, next month, first Wednesday, right? Or Dan, something like that. December, right. the run up to Christmas. Woo! Yeah, it's coming up. All right, my man. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Whoa, that was that happened fast. Okay, well, thank you everybody for joining me, and thank you for joining. Uh, thank you, Dan, for doing that. This is your vegan affirmation. It's your affirmation of the day, your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you aren't vegan, please get the fuck out of here. I don't know why you're here. Good vibes are for vegans only, and that's it. So this is for only vegans. I'll make a tree and a leaf. <laughs> I'll make a tree, make like a tree and leaf exactly. Um. This is your daily affirmations for vegans only. I will prevail. I will prevail. I am resilient in the face of all the naysayers and trolls. When they attack, they have no idea that I am immutable. I am immovable. I effortlessly acknowledge that I'm lighter and closer to my highest self without the weight of corpses weighing me down. Don't let the corpses weigh you down, everybody. And have a, I hope you guys have a better day than mm, Doc Holliday, who died today. Doc Holliday died today, everybody. So did Alex Trebek. If you're not American, you probably don't know who Alex Trebek is or Doc Holliday for that matter. But you definitely know who John Milton is, and he died today. So have a better day than John Milton. And stay strong, vegans. Stay strong. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. I will be back tomorrow with another guest, I think. I think I have another guest tomorrow. I think I have another guest tomorrow. I can't remember because too much is happening. But I will be in UC Davis tomorrow, and I'll let you know how my first day went, uh, how it went with uh, the primate research centers, and uh, if the cops shut us down. Because that's happened before, too. So we'll see what goes down. Um, in the meantime, also, uh, Fanny is going to come back for Vegan Sunday School on Sunday. And after that... We'll be in Berkeley. It's going to be crazy. 
Anyway, illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you and we need each other. And the aminals, the aminals definitely need you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Don't let the bastards grind you down.